0: Greetings, everyone. How are you today? Today's another Monday, and this particular Monday is going to be talking about something a little bit different. We're focusing on what's been happening in the news lately. So as you remember, this is a public relations strategist segment in which you are using the media. You're focusing on media training. Okay, that's the focus. Now, there are different aspects to that. And today is going to be something just sounding a little bit differently, but it's not, not really. No matter how far you travel in life, the place where you were born, that's home. No matter the history on the place. My home happens to be in New York City, New York. So today I decided to focus a little bit on exactly what you think. I wanted to know this whole thing here with this flooding how are we going to approach this? Are we going going to look at it and pay some attention to it, or are we just going to pass it off as something that's quite normal? And it was not normal. All these floodings are not normal, at least to me. These past few days have been so shocking, and yet not primarily since these days were forecast as early as the 70s, if I can recall correctly. Take a look at Maui, take a look at New Orleans, take a look at New York, take a look at New York City and the boroughs, take a look at Morocco, take a look at Italy, take a look at France, take a look at all the different nations that are incurring this new occurrence here. This is a little strange for us to be flooding so much. Now, if you deal with the astrologists, they're telling you, well, this has been forecast and Yes, because we're going into a full moon of Taurus. That means that Taurus, land, flooding, blah, 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 blah. And I'm wondering, is that really so, or is that just coincidental? Because, here's my point, because there's a fear factor here. If the people couldn't remove the fear long enough to be humanitarians and hold out, then that would be something that's magnificent. As long as they can remember, especially the able-bodied folks, to help the other people. No matter the race, no matter the color, no matter the creed. And just remove all the fears. Then we'll be on a goal, we'll be on a trajectory. We can go forward with something that's going to really make a lot of sense in life. Because you want to know something. I honestly believe that all of this is just an experience and it's just a reason for us to get to the next level and be correct in our relationships with other people now am i saying that all these events didn't take place oh heck no they took place but it's your point of view and let me tell you how come i decided to talk to you about this because i met somebody that's a traveler and he was going to another country and he said i said well what about the flooding and what about the this and the airports and he says, well, I can't control that, but I tell you what I can control, I control how I perceive it, and what I decide is gonna impact me and what's not gonna impact me. And I said, touche, good, good words, good words. So let's go back in time for a minute. The World Trade Center, when it was destroyed. As I said to you a minute ago, I'm a native New Yorker. So when that happened, I just happened to be on the Jersey side. And I watched those Twin Towers come down. And what I also watched as a journalist, what I also noticed was the community where I was. I when I grabbed my cameras and everything and I was going downstairs and I was getting ready to go. And so one of my daughters said to me, hey, 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 where are you going? I said, I'm going downstairs and I'm going blah, blah, blah. And so she said to me, oh, no, 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 no. no. You got to sit here. The reason why she said that was because she knows if I'm going after something, a story, I'm going after the story. And to get to New York from where we were, <laughs> Jersey, that's the path trains. And I did find my way over to that location. And I did have a conversation with the police that were there that was discouraging anyone from coming near the, the uh, territory, and near that landing area, because there was things that had happened on the path train. Yes, there were people that were lost on the path train path range when those buildings came down. Yes, there was a lot of stuff that took place. But the only thing that I could do at that point in time was to just walk through the community and observe how is everybody handling fear and how is everybody handling or will handle the military. Now, on Jersey side, there wasn't that much of a military presence, but on New York side, there was and there was a lot of loss. And in Jersey side, what I saw was, as I walked up and down the various neighborhoods, these communities had candles on that top stair. And to me, that symbolized the people who were lost in the World Trade Center. And it also symbolized for them to know that they're being thought of in there and they find their way back home. Now, I say that because, you know, everybody is not just on one plane. Everybody has different dimensions to them. And if you're a spiritual person, you believe that the spirit is free and you can move around. And that's another statement for a whole other period of time. But the point is, these people were definitely wanting their loved ones to find them and let them know that they're being thought of. And I asked a few people, that's how come I came around with that conclusion. And that was because I really decided to jump into this and find out exactly what did they feel. Before we go any further, there's a couple of things I wanted to say also. I wanted to acknowledge, during that horrendous period of time, the bravery of so many men and women, not only on the World Trade Center side, but on the Jersey side. Not only them, but also the journalists and the photographers. I happened to have somebody that was close to me and had the experience of being in charge of all those photographs that you saw in the New York Times. Now, what I didn't realize was since that time up until maybe about a year ago, he had been in a lot of distress from watching and from taking care of and retouching photographs with missing body parts and things like that. Didn't realize that, but he did was experiencing that way, way years, years later. So now, why am I saying all that? Because I know that this is impacting somebody, and there's a story. And what I'd like for you to do is really get in there and see if you can take a different approach to the story. Now, remember, you want to learn how to approach the media, but you have different a different aspects to approach in the media. Now, something like this for a journalist, for a photographer, for somebody that can really shoot a video. Now this might sound a little crass, but this is an opportunity to sell your footage to the stations, (laughs) I mean, that's really, that's how the industry thinks, some people, I think. Anyway, you'll see a lot of different people on TikTok and other places like that, and they're showing their videos and giving their skew on exactly what happened. They have the right idea, they have the right idea. So what I want you to do is I'd like for you to take a moment and really focus on something. I want you to focus on the small business person, the small business person in New York. Let's say, for an example, somebody who might have flood insurance, all right, and he might not be in danger of anything as far as his property is concerned. You know, nature was really kind to him, just flew on by, a little flooding here and there, but nothing destroyed. And he's a business person, so that means he's ground level, all right? I want you to see if there's an opportunity there for you to tell a story. Tell a story. What is it that you see? And you're telling this story because you are going to be the business person. You are pitching this story to a reporter, so that that reporter will definitely come to aid you in the sense of just bringing awareness of how you are dealing with the the situation and your thoughts about being upscaling and and your future. You're you're very positive. You're very direct and positive in this particular approach. Okay. Now you got to put you have to pitch it to the newspaper. Or you're going to pitch it to the radio station or you're going to pitch it to the television station slash internet that's who you're pitching it to you're going to find a particular interested reporter once again it goes back to interest okay or you go direct and the direct person would be whoever the assignment editor is or whoever the producer is or whoever the editor of in chief, of not even so much the editor in chief, but the editor that's in charge of that particular community and area. You can go to the radio stations, you can go to the TV stations, and you just seek, or you just call them, and you just seek information, find out who on the internet is covering these things as a story. The second pitch that I want you to use is the person who is devastated, the person who has nothing and has been walking the streets, the person who lost his business you can pitch that as the opportunities or the lack of opportunities as you as a business person who has lost everything and what is it that you feel you know the emotions that's involved with that your health and your ability to rebuild and build a brighter tomorrow i want you to come from a place of building a brighter tomorrow your point of perspective is supposed to be what is your bigger picture can you pitch that to a journalist can you well we're going to find out because one of the things that i want you to do is to actually pitch it then i want you to send me a link okay i want you to send the link to n as in natalie j at littledovepublishinghouse.com and i'll also have that written below so that you won't remember i want you to pitch that as a story just tell me exactly as this person who lost everything has a family, and is looking at all the homeless people on the streets, and he's a business person, what perspective is he taking? Is he going to be the humanitarian? Is he going to be the one who says, yeah, but at least I have my life and I can build from here? Or is he going to be distraught? There were thousands of people that was impacted by this, if not more than that. All I want you to do is use your imagination and select one now the reason for that is because who knows in the future in your businesses you just might incur something like this you just might be in a position where you can either say positive about the devastation the devastation that you're experiencing or you'll say something negative about the devastation that you're experiencing at this particular point in time this is what i learned from the world trade center at this particular point in time you think of things that are positive You think of things that are the big picture, growing, a new day, a new moment in time, because your thoughts manifest your reality. They always do. And that's been traditional. Everybody knows that. But let's do it like this. Most people know that. Your thoughts create your reality. So now what do you really desire? That's what you create. And what you don't desire, that's what you don't create. Well, thanks for taking this moment with me. I really appreciate you getting up this hour of the morning. It's 7 o'clock your time, and it's time for me to go. You have a great one. Ciao, this is Natalie J. or NJ.